Welcome to the first episode of Living Simply with God, where we are about recognizing blessings, cultivating relationships, and encouraging others. Now, believe it or not, tonight my eight-year-old came up with the blog's title, Living Simply with God. While I was trying to make sense of themes, content specifications, and everything else that comes with launching a new site, she plopped right down next to me and asked what I was doing. Now, today is Monday, which means yesterday's sermon is still fresh in my mind. James 3.13 tells us that our words can be used to uplift or to discourage. This was practically applied to how we interact with the people in our homes and how our words can have long-lasting effects on those we care about most, for better or for worse. Remembering this, instead of impatiently asking her to leave mommy alone, we simply talked. So many probing questions came from her ever-expanding and inquisitive mind, I could hardly process them quickly enough. What was the blog about? Why am I doing it? Do I have time for this? Am I scared to start something new? Am I going to make my own YouTube channel? What about vlogging? We went back and forth, and I shared that I'm doing this because I love Jesus. Writing, processing what I learn, usually from reading, asking questions, or making mistakes, and encouraging others. I can keep all the journals I want, but what good is that if I'm the only one who knows the miracles it contains? Wouldn't it be better to share how we experience small miracles in the everyday, possibly giving hope to others so that they can persevere as well? Maybe someone could recognize that they are not alone. I want others to experience him in the tangible ways that we have experienced him. Mama, what's tangible? She asked. It's something that you can feel or touch. It's something that you know is there. I want other people to know he is there too. Our worlds can be scary right now, and it can be hard to know what to believe. I like to help with that and perhaps offer some new ways of looking at things. But I also feel led to do it simply. Understanding how he is at work doesn't have to be complicated. Mama, what are you calling it? It still needs a title. Nothing I had scribbled up was quite right yet. At first, she strung along almost every Sunday school word you could think of. I said we needed to come up with something a tad bit shorter. I need to, to capture how we can simplify our lives, how we can know Jesus, how he is enough. Mama, how about living simply with Jesus? Yes, you did it. That's the name, and I am so thankful that you had a part in this. And just like that, not only did I get a title and a fabulously challenging discourse with my youngest, but we also experienced the fruit of obeying his word. The very fruit I'm longing to tell you about downright blossomed. Does fruit blossom? And fell right down into our laps as I chose patience and conversation over dismissal and solitude, all the while considering how to explain how God works. The irony is not lost on me. For every tale of loss, addiction, and uncertainty, I can counter with testimonies of provision, deliverance, and guidance. 
Together, we are going to explore ways we can simplify our lives, create margin to notice blessings, even in the midst of extreme heartache, and focus on what really matters. Take what you can and leave the rest. You do you, and I welcome you alongside me as I share what God has done and unfailingly continues to do in my life, my family's life, and in the lives of others. Let's do some life together and find some blessings along the way. Shall we? Thank you for listening to this podcast episode of Living Simply with God. You can find more content on my blog at livingsimplywithgod.com and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I look forward to engaging with you again soon.